Just because we're socially distancing this holiday season doesn't mean the insects are. Give the gift of bug bite relief with Bite Away, the FDA-cleared, chemical-free, sustainable treatment for those pesky insect bites and stings you can't stop itching. This little device heats up and relieves the itchiness and swelling from insect bites and stings with just one application. Get 20% off in December. Visit TakeTheBiteAway.com and enter code GIFT20 at checkout. That's GIFT20 at TakeTheBiteAway.com. This is not a time to get distracted. And this is not a time to go off course. This is not a time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, we thank the Lord for being here this day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come before you. Thank God for this opportunity. Thank God for what the Lord is doing. Thank the Lord for how he's doing it. Amen. That I can learn to fit in the way that it's going. Amen. I need to learn, not he need to do this, he need to do that. It's me standing in the need to learn the direction that he would have us to go. We thank God for what the Lord is going to do, amen, in our life. Thank God for opening up understanding. You know, it's too sad that we, as peoples of God, we reject the knowledge, new knowledge of understanding. If somebody brings us something that we don't know about, we automatically say, no, nah, I don't want to deal with it. I, I, I don't want to be a part of it. Uh, it's amazing. I was telling a brother, a uh, young brother that uh, support the ministry, and he's a truck driver. And he was at, we was talking about certain things. And I said, well, bro, let me ask you something. And because I use, I'm a former truck driver myself, I said, you know, if you haul in dry freight or if you haul in refrigerator freight or if you haul in tanker, they're all are truck drivers, but they have different uh, 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 load to haul. And what we have to learn, the person that's hauling the tanker, he had to get more uh, qualifications than the one that's hauling dry freight. And the reefer, uh, the guy that hauling the uh, refrigerator unit, we used to call it just reefer, but I say I have to say it all the way because I don't want nobody to get the wrong understanding. But uh, he had to get certain qualifications. And I remember when I was driving, uh, we had to get qualified to drive doubles and triples. Now, they don't have triples here, but on the West Coast and uh, Midwest, 
they pull a triple. So therefore, you had to have your qualification. It wasn't a big de debate. It wasn't a big argument. It, if I was going to pull a tanker with flame, flammable uh, substance, I had to be qualified. And if I wasn't qualified, I wasn't going to haul it. And I say, if we just know that we are called by God to do a specific thing, shouldn't we be qualified to do it? I tell you what, and, I, and I'm thanking God that the Lord is leading and guiding me to study and to seek out his word, his will, that I might not lean to my own understanding, but I lean to the direction that he would have me to be. We're going to go ahead and word, <clears throat> excuse me, word of prayer, and we have a special guest. Amen. We're going to turn it into his hands, and I'll interact uh, a little, but we want to get an understanding of what the Lord would have us to do this day. In this time, we we seem like we putting blinders over our eyes, and and that's the problem. But anyway, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, we thank you. We praise you. We honor you. We thank God for this broadcast. Ask you to anoint it and bless it. Open up the ears of understanding, those that are listening. And those that have tuned in for the first time, I ask you to move in a special way. God, that they might have a, a mindset to want to hear what thus says the Lord. And Father, we just thank you. We praise you. We honor you. Ask you to anoint God, the man of God, that he might decrease, I might decrease, and you increase in our life that we not lean upon our own understanding, but we speak that which will glorify your name and cause you to be glorified in others' lives. We thank you. We praise you. We honor you. In Jesus Christ's name I pray. Amen and amen. Usually about this time, I, I give an appetizing of the Kingdom of God Learning Center, amen, where the Lord, uh, a door was open and we had a seminar there on last week, uh, uh, well, yeah, last week, mm -hmm. and it was a blessing, amen. We had some people that we was looking for, wasn't able to come, amen, so... Maybe they'll come in the next time I'll be coming in the general area. It will be in a different area, but we will be here hopefully in November, if I'm not mistaken. But I thank God for our own brother, Herb Brunswick. Amen. And we're going to allow him to say some words. And we are asked to those of you that want to call in and you have a question, uh, whatever, don't wait to the last part and call in. Call in and ask the question so that uh, he'll be able to answer and you won't have to come back. And see, usually what happens is uh, people will say, well, I understand, and I understand. Then they'll come back next week and say, well, brother, where? The guy you had on, he said so-and-so and so-and-so, and, -so, and I can't answer it. So you got the opportunity to dial 404-355-8699 and ask the question that you feel in your heart, uh, the confusion part, if you have a confusion or if you just have a question. 
uh, feel free to do so. Uh, I thank God that he set aside the fifth Thursday and preachers, listen to me. We're not sitting, he didn't set this aside to argue, uh, debate. He set it aside that if you say you got truth, then why don't you come and, and, and share your truth that we all can mature and grow in the scriptures that uh, you have enabled you to believe that God have led you. The problem is, if you will, just take a little time out. You ain't got to tell your church you're going now, whatever. But on the fifth Thursday night, evening, we got about an hour that we're going to discuss. If you have some issues, you bring it to the uh, table and you share the scriptures that you got where you believe what you believe, then we'll deal with it. And I think it'll be a blessing. See, that's why it's too many preachers. I'm doing a lot of talking, I know. But too many preachers, they get all off to themselves, and they do it their way, and they lead so many people in error simply because of the fact that they're not willing to give an account to nobody. They're not willing to give an account and discuss what they believe. I'm not saying everybody is wrong. No, ma'am. No, sir. I wouldn't dare say that. But what I am saying, a lot of people are doing things, and they really sincere. They really are. But they're sincerely wrong because they hadn't even put it against nothing. The Bible said, prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. I'm going to quit talking. Amen. So at this time, it gives me a great honor and privilege, amen, to present our brother in the faith and the Lord, Brother Harry Brunswick. Right. God bless you, brother. Uh, thank you, uh, Pastor Ware. And uh, it was a pleasure uh, hosting you and your seminar um, last week. And I, uh, I hope that you felt at home. Amen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and uh, we like to thank everybody who came and participated. And, um, you know, hopefully uh, they all got something from it. I know I did, especially the second night when we start talking about our responsibilities. Amen. Uh, so Amen. it's always good. I'm always there and eager to learn. And, uh, you know, I, I want to ex uh, echo what you were saying concerning our getting together on the uh, fifth uh, Thursday of every month. Those who uh, would like to have clarity about a doctrine or want to, uh, they see things are wrong and, and they want others to have a better understanding. And that's what Amen. the Kingdom of God Learning Center all right. is all about. Amen. We want to get together to read the Bible again for the first time. Uh, we want to be able to learn what the Bible is saying about these different subject matters. Uh, especially, and I'm not here to exclude any other races or anything, but I think that we, uh, the black folks here in the country, comes at a disadvantage. Is a disadvantage of uh, of of uh, hearing uh, doctrines uh, all their lives, even from slavery, and uh, and we have bought 
those doctrines, and we really need to study the Bible for ourselves to get a better understanding of what the Bible is saying, because I think that we have been misled all these years, first of all, about who we are. And the Bible clearly shows, to me at least, that we are truly the descendants of the children of Israel. And so with that, knowing that information, there's some things in there that's pertaining to us that we need to know about. Okay, and, I'm sorry to break you, mm-hmm. break in so early, but somebody is already calling in. I guess they have a question. All right. So we want mm-hmm. we ask them to call in. So 404-355-8699. God bless you, caller. You're on the air. Caller, you're on the air. Well, I'm sorry. I guess they hung up. Go ahead. Uh, okay. He just informed me that they was on the air, but they yeah. hung up. Yeah. And so, uh, you know, we would just like to uh, encourage, you know, uh, Benesis in particular. And it's just not on the fifth Thursday of uh, the month, but at the Kingdom of God Learning Center, uh-huh. uh, we want people to come and share. Right. And we want to be able to discuss the Bible. Okay. And we want to challenge the right. doctrines that we have been taught all these years. Uh, and so there's a lot of deception. And as Pastor Ware has always been talking about uh, concerning the Sabbath, Amen. concerning Christ dying on Friday and rose Sunday morning, uh-huh. and you know why we celebrated Christmas, there's a whole host of things that we've been doing from the tradition of men. And right. they have really no biblical foundation at all. And so it's a matter of that we need to come out of this system. And we, if we're serious about you know, uh, being citizens of God's kingdom, then we need to take the time to search the scriptures to see if these things are true. That's what they did in the beginning, that they searched the scriptures to see if these things are true. And it wasn't just that Paul or Peter or what have you just came and laid things down and say, okay, this is it, this is the way you go. No, they searched together, house to house, studying the word of God, and they reasoned with one another. Not argument. Leave your feelings at home. Mm-hmm. No chips on your shoulders. Let's right. have an honest discussion, and let's leave our compassion behind. Oh. Okay. Uh, sometimes we get so compassionate about what we believe until we don't really hear the other person. So I want us right. to be able to talk to each other, and we need to learn to do that, matter of fact. Because that is a problem that we have. We don't listen, all right, to process information. We listen to give an answer uh, to whatever the question at hand might be. So anyway, Pastor Ware, I I went off a little uh, on the tangent here uh, discussing some things. But uh, thank you for the invitation. I appreciate it, and I hope that uh, your listening audience will uh, learn something today from my presence. Amen. Amen. And and as you were saying, you know, uh, leave our feelings at hand. Most of the time I w- will be talking to someone and before 
I can finish my sentence, they're already coming back with an mm-hmm. answer, and I didn't get to finish. Right. <laughs> so they already have a concept of what they were saying. So there's no way you can say you love you listening to me when you already got an answer mm-hmm. before you even have the question. Right. So, you know, we thank God for you saying that. The Bible does say, believers, prove all things. I have asked people to prove. I, I, uh, listen, I love sisters uh, in, in a biblical way now. The way I'm saying this, don't get it the wrong way. <laughs> I love sisters that tell me that God got something and called them to do something. And, and, and when they tell me that God called them the pastor over men's, then my question to them is, could you show it to me in the scripture? And, and, and they'll say, brother, everything ain't written in the scripture. Or they'll say, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you anything. It's your, I know what God told me. But then you're saying God is going against the word because it's you. And that's when I find a problem yeah. with it. Yeah. And not only in that, the same way they tell me about the Sabbath, of the commandments of God. They don't have no problem with uh, adultery. Mm-hmm. They don't have no problem with stealing. But the moment I said something about remember the Sabbath to keep it holy, they automatically mm-hmm. get on the defense right. and say, well, I know God told me I'm celebrating the first fruit, uh, first this, and I give God my first and I'm giving him the first day. But again, that's according to their concept, yeah, not well, according that's to the men. I mean, they can't prove that even in Scripture. That's not proven in Scripture. And uh, anyone who comes and use those same old First Corinthians 16 and uh, Acts uh, 16 or whatever the case might be to prove that they're supposed to be doing things on the first day of the week, I certainly could um, show you whereby it it is not saying what you're suggesting that is saying. All you're doing is just repeating the right. traditional men, and I don't think that God is pleased with that at all. Uh, so, you know, these kinds of things that we can discuss and, right. and, and look at the Scriptures to see if that's what it's saying or not. I, I don't want to argue with anyone about it. And perhaps I see some things you don't, or maybe you see some things I don't. Uh, a lot of times when I have a discussion with somebody is that they want to bring me back to these beliefs that uh-huh. I'm trying to get away from. Right. You know, and I want to be able to, a lot of times we are judging each other based okay. on Western culture. That's right. All right. Uh, definitions. They're, they're not biblically uh, foundational. They're a Western culture that has indoctrinated us that this is the way things ought to be. Okay. And the same people that the source of this doctrine that we've been receiving are the p- very people who hate us. And I mean that seriously. Uh, that they have devised ways and means not to assist us at all, but they have their doctrines, and the doctrines is, 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 has become political now. So even to the point that, well, you may not be identified as a, as a Christian if you're not a Republican. 
And so these kinds of things, folks, we need to look at the people who are behind some of these doctrines that we are following and don't just join in because they are popular, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and there's so many things that I could share with you concerning this, but I just want people to, you know, just to step back for a while and say, you know, is this really what we're supposed to be doing? Are we really... Uh, serving the Lord in spirit and in truth. And that truth part is, I think, what we have a problem with. Uh, we don't have a problem with uh, worshiping or serving the Lord or praising the Lord in spirit, but we have a problem with doing it in truth. Amen. Mm. Uh, you know, Matthew's, I'm sorry, Mark 7 and 7 say, How be it uh, in vain do they worship me? teaching the doctrines and the commandments of men for laying aside the commandments of God. Ye hold the right. traditions of men yes. as the washing of pots and cups and many other such like things ye do full well. And he said unto them, full well have ye rejected the commandments of God that ye may keep yes. your own tradition. Yes. You know, and, and a lot of these traditions, that's what we've been following, traditions. No way. Common sense. It's okay for us to use common sense, folks. And I think that our common sense has been substituted with some hocus pocus. Oh, well, God is a miracle worker. Yeah, he is. But he didn't take away your common sense. And common sense tells you that you don't get three days and three nights from Friday evening to Sunday morning. And the Bible clearly shows, but we don't study it to see it. You know, Amen. and and we were here uh, the, the, to today to talk about the upcoming uh, feast of trumpet. Uh, they have done away with God's holy days, right. but yet we embrace Easter, yet we embrace Christmas, Halloween, and all these other things. Mm-hmm. And and so you know, uh, we just have to wake up, folks, and as we as we recognize that. I hear a lot of people say that uh, the world's coming to an end soon or the Lord can come back soon. No, he's not because he's given us, he told us when he's coming back. I don't know if you believe it or not, but you probably haven't heard it. Right. But if you don't go to a place that will teach you these things, you will never learn it. And I think that if we're talking about the world is about to come to an end soon and the Lord's coming back soon, it seems like every time we have a discussion about the book of Revelation, you should be there. Right. But if you're afraid of the book of Revelation, only because we are afraid of things that we don't know. And the only way that that fear can leave you, leave you is the fact that you get knowledge. Uh, Hosea 4, 6 said that my people are destroyed for the lack of knowledge. And so when it comes down to reading the Bible, that's where our knowledge is. And the Bible is mostly about us. Believe me, folks, when we go through the genealogy, you will see that it is not about those that uh, claiming that they are the Jews or what have you. So I just want people to be encouraged and come and learn the Bible again. Let's talk about some serious subjects here. We have global warming that's happening, that's causing the, the, the look, it's almost October, and it's going to be in the 90s. Pretty soon we're going to start having earthquakes around the world. 
Uh, there are all kinds of things happening in the world. Not only that, but I hope that you're really paying attention to the political world as well. So there's a combination of things happening out there that's directly affecting us. And if we are not careful and we're not watching, it's going to come upon you as a thief in the night. And the Bible says it should not come upon you as a thief in the night if you're a believer. But if you're not watching, you won't be aware when that time comes. Amen. Amen. Well, I tell you what, uh, you are so right. And uh, matter of fact, I was going to read the scripture, but um, I'm going to do that after the break, or uh, how that we can discern what we're supposed to be. We're supposed to be able to discern the weather because Jesus called us a hypocrite. <laughs> so you can discern when, yeah. when the wind comes yeah. from the west mm -hmm. and, 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 and blow in the cloud. You mm -hmm. say it's going to rain. Amen. It's going to be a shower. Mm -hmm. And it happens. Right. And so, therefore, if we can discern the well, we can't discern the weather now because, mm -hmm. as you was just saying, uh, when I was a kid, uh, September, it was cooling down. Right. You know, we wear sweaters and jackets. Yeah, yeah. You put on <laughs> a light, September. a light jacket in September. Here we finna get in October, and, and we still got the summer clothes on, and we still uh, dealing with a whole lot of issues. You know, I often I was telling somebody uh, yesterday, I believe it was. I say, here's the sad part, what we don't look at. The United States is going down. Rome was the most powerful nation. At one time, the United States was the powerful nation. We were one world war, world war, world war. We won <laughs> World War One. We won World War Two. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden, uh, the, the the stuff come up in our United States. And we start getting the vision, and we are not able to win nothing now mm -hmm. because we are crumbling within. Mm -hmm. And that's what people don't understand. That's how we're going down because it's a division. Yes. But I'm going to come back. Like I said, the number is 404. You have a question or a comment, you can dial 404 355 And we would love for you to... Ask the question why he's here, and he's going to come back after the break and tell you more about the holy days and how that, uh, how that we should honor them and what we should be doing instead of just following along with everybody else. I'll be back in a couple of minutes. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. Please call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, welcome back, Brother Ware.
We are back. Amen. We are back. We truly thank God for you. As she said, you can reach uh, Brother Brunswick or uh, Brother Ware by dialing 404-355-8699. And he, we're going to try to change the subject. I pulled him away <laughs> from the direction that he was going. So we finna get into uh, the holy day, amen, and why one should do it. Because, you know, we in the Western culture, we feel that we should do this and do that. And nothing wrong with this, we says. But even though it, it's uh, not truth, we're living in a fantasy era. But we love that because it was inbred in us when we was a child. Right. And right. and stuff that was bred in you, I, listen, folks, until I read, listen, I, I'm a, I promise you I'm going to give it to them. Mm -hmm. When I came up, uh, we ate possum, we ate coons, we ate squirrel and dumpling, we ate uh, uh, frog legs, we ate uh, uh, catfish. Rabbits. And and rabbits and we did this because that was the culture that my dad, his dad, did it. Okay, and since they did it, we follow it. And until I read Leviticus the eleventh chapter, then I began to make a change. All right, we got a phone call and it's four four three five five eight six nine nine. God bless you. You are on the air. God bless you, Pastor Ware. God bless you, Dr. Brunswick. How you both doing? Wonderful. Okay, well, how are you? Doing well. Question, will you guys be doing anything uh, uh, in celebration of the Feast of Trumpets? Yes. So, uh, and then can you um, explain, you know, I guess you're going to talk about that to explain um, why why do we recognize or celebrate the Feast of Trumpets? Okay, sure will. Uh, I'll I'll hang up and, and listen. All right. Uh, at the Camille God Leonard Center, 15 Blaylock Street, uh, Hapeville, uh, we hope to get together uh, this coming Sunday uh, at 7 p.m. and uh, celebration of the Feast of Trumpets. And uh, I will get more into why we should be doing it later on uh, as we... Uh, talk about the feast days in general, but I would like to invite in anyone who wants to come, uh, and I'll I talk more in the details about it then at that time. But, uh, uh, yes, this coming Sunday at 7 p.m., and hopefully we will have you out of there within an uh, hour and a half at the latest. You know, hopefully we'll be done by 8.30. We don't want because we recognize uh, that, uh, you know, people have a schedule of Sunday evening, so... Uh, but, you know, yes, we, we do plan on uh, observing the Feast of Trumpet uh, this coming Sunday, 7 p.m., 15 Blaylock Street, Hapeville. Uh, before uh, we go into the holidays, I want to, before I, and I don't want to forget it, I want to, if, for those who may have what's called Netflix, if you have access to Netflix, uh, there's a, a series that's out there called The Family. I saw this uh, from a friend of mine, 
that uh, uh, she introduced me to it. I guess her daughter told her about it. Uh, and uh, it, it's, it's eye-opening mm-hmm. uh, to see what's going on in Washington, D.C. There's this group that's called The Family, and they say that their sole purpose is to rule the world, and they're training people to rule the world. And they're trying to do it undercover. They don't want to be known by the rest of the world. Uh, and so uh, they have this one book, and it has just the word Jesus on this book. And I think they have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and Acts in that book. But they say Jesus only. And they feel that they are the chosen one, that the political leaders are that they have been chosen by God to rule the world. And many of the political leaders in Washington, D.C., know them well. They invite dignitaries from other countries, and they get together with them. And so uh, they're called the family. Look at the series on Netflix, please. You owe it to yourself to know what's going on in the world. We're too busy want to be entertained by things, and all these things happening around you. And again, the law say coming as a thief in the night. We should be watching, you know, and there are many things that we should be watching for. Uh, and that's what the Feast of Trumpet is all about, that this is the time in which we should be watching for the return of the Lord, and I will explain that later. But uh, the the Netflix, look for the family, and, uh, you know, uh, you will have a better understanding of what's going on in politics that's generating a lot of the things uh, that's going on uh, that's affecting us. And even the President Trump himself looked in the sky and said that he was the chosen one. People, wake up. Stop less being religious. And we're going to church and having a hallelujah good time. And we don't know anything. And so, you know, I, I, I've never, you know, the, the Christians just don't know Bible. Like any of the other religions, they know their material. And a lot of people, they run uh, from Jehovah Witnesses or uh, what have you because what? They can't defend their own faith and belief. Okay. But anyway... <laughs> right. The scriptures say, prove all things and hold fast to that which is good. Again, uh, whatever we are doing, I can, I, I, I and, and this is not no, uh, me just saying that to be arrogant. I can stand on what I believe. I can prove it scripturally what I believe. Uh, and not to say that I'm so this and so that. It's not that. It's just that I studied to believe what, and I'm going to tell you what really got me, mm. Brother Brunswick. What really got me is I got converted in a traditional Baptist church. And you yeah, couldn't so tell <laughs> me that that church was, it was, we was on target. 
But after being there for about a year and a half, or almost two years, I began to look at the deacons, mm-hmm. and they were smoking cigarettes, and so I thought you can be saved and smoke. Mm-hmm. But I witnessed to somebody, uh, this young man, about Christ can change his life, can, and he flat-footed told me, you can't tell me nothing, mm-hmm. man. You, you uh, have a three-inch cigarette that you're mm-hmm. a slave to. Mm-hmm. And uh, that kind of got away with me, and I said, right. but I don't see... You know, how is it wrong? Mm-hmm. And I began to start searching this, and I said, well, Lord, I began to talk to the Lord. If I'm wrong, then show me. And he gave me the scripture, if a man defiled the temple, he will destroy it. Mm-hmm. And now I had scripture to back it up. Mm-hmm. So I saw that, and then I saw how that we was hollering Trinity. And I said, Trinity, we were singing the song every time the preacher would get up, mm-hmm. and we were singing the Trinity. Mm-hmm. And I never found it in the Bible. Mm-hmm. So I began to search the scriptures. And when I searched the scripture, then I had to come away. Now, listen to me. I still uh, say, thank God for the Baptist church for my yeah. kindergarten, my, yeah. my elementary <laughs> exactly. school. Yeah. I thank God for my elementary <laughs> yeah, school. Well, we shouldn't stay okay? there. Yeah. But it, uh, maybe God will have some <laughs> to stay there <laughs> to help the others. But I was yeah. one that couldn't stay there to help the others. I mm-hmm. say I could. Mm-hmm. It's some people that God got to stay there to help others. I, I just believe that they might be doing something different mm-hmm. when they're away from there, but God have them there to help them to come out of yes. that for a season. Yes. Now, uh, I said all that to say this. When God moved me out of that, I went into holiness. I mean, the old holiness, mm-hmm. not this new holiness. Mm-hmm. Old holiness, you know, men's cut the hair, men's uh, button their shirt all the way up and the whole nine yard. And the women's had to get their head covering and they didn't straighten the hair, and so on and so on. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, I thought that, wow, I got this real truth again. Mm-hmm. But then uh, it just so happened that I, uh, my deceased wife was living. She put her blouse accidentally in mm-hmm. my drawer in the white shirts. So I put on her blouse thinking I'm putting on a white shirt. I got all out of order. What in the world? Who been in my house? And so on and so on. But what God was doing was elevating me. And and when the little hollering and the argument and stuff, she'd come and say, man, take my blouse off. Then before I could take it off, it's like the Spirit of God spoke to me and said, wait a minute, if you're going to teach on one thing, you got to teach on the other. Mm. And I learned and I began to grow. So what I'm saying in all mm. this, yes, you might be in truth that you know. But if you are sincere, God going to send somebody to tell you different, and you got to grab hold to the scriptures to go a higher heights mm-hmm. and a deeper depths in the Lord. That's all Absolutely. I'm trying to say. Yes, and we should all want to grow. And it's not just about us all the time. It's about also being able to help somebody else along right. the way. That's right. You know, each one teach one. 
That's right. And so it's not all about us. It's not all about me. It's all not all about me, myself, and I. I should be, you know, if we're supposed to be disciples, then you you have to, the the only way to disciple someone is to talk with them and to teach them. Uh, but to get on uh, to share with you uh, concerning the holy days mm-hmm. uh, and how that we have our uh, Christianity per se. Uh, done away with God's holy days and substitute God's holy days with traditional men's with holidays. All right? Now, a lot of times we don't want to give up our holidays, but we want to tell somebody that the holy days are done away with. Well, the holy days are not done away with. The ordinances on those days are done away with. And let me just share with you what has been happening. And remember now, in Revelation 12 at least, it tells us that Satan wished to deceive the whole world. And he has done an excellent job of that. And should we continue in that deception? No, God forbid that we should not continue in that deception. But these holy days... In Leviticus uh, 23 and other places too, God said that these are my days. And in Genesis 1, uh, somewhere when he made each of these, he said, I made the sun, the moon, the stars as signs and all. So these holy days, there's a purpose, a purpose for each of them. Now, the first one that we observed was Passover. What was the purpose for observing Passover? It wasn't because of the fact that they came out of Egypt. No, the purpose was because that's when Christ had to shed his blood to atone for sin. So what the traditional men has done, it has taken your attention off the fact that Christ is our Passover and has given you Good Friday. Pay attention to that, folks. He is our Passover, and we should be observing Passover because he shed his blood for our, the atone for our sins. And you can say, well, that was the Jewish uh, uh, holidays. They were for the Jewish people. Uh, well, guess what? You taking advantage of the fact that he died for your sin. Mm-hmm. You taking advantage of the fact that he rose from the grave. Yeah. All right, on for his fruit. Right. You know, you taking advantage of the fact that the Holy Spirit is given on Pentecost. Right. So how can you say that that was for the Jewish people when you are participating in the rewards from them? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is that one of the things that we must realize is that the Lord did something on the day that they were observed. So he died on Passover. Mm-hmm. It tells us, the Bible tells us that he came to take away the sins of the world, and that's what the Feast of Unleavened Bread means, that leaven, sin, he's taken away the sin from it. So when you observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread, that should remind you that sin is being removed out of your life. The next one is for his fruit, all right? For his fruit, he was the first fruit from the grave. So, therefore, we celebrate that, and they want to call it Easter. Well, no, he rose early the first day of the week. 
He was not raised early Sunday morning. The Bible tells us that he rose early the first day of the week. And I think that's in uh, Mark uh, 16, 9 or something like that. Early the first day of the week is not 12 hours later. The first day of the week starts at sunset. And so it had to be sometime soon after sunset Saturday evening that when he rose from the grave, early the first day of the week. And there are other places in the Bible as well that show us more clearly when he rose from the grave. The other one is the wave sheaf offering. Well, when he rose from the grave, he told uh, Mary that you can't touch me because I haven't been approved by the Father yet. So he had to ascend up to heaven, came back down to earth, then went up to heaven again. That's the wave sheaf offering. So each of these, those days that they were celebrating and observing, he did things on those days. Pentecost. Pentecost didn't just appear in the book of Acts. They were always observing Pentecost. And if the holy days were done away with, then they shouldn't have been together all in one place on the day of Pentecost. Because that's when he had been risen from the grave. Uh, and so... If the holy days are done away with, well, why were they still getting together on the day of Pentecost? But if they did not meet and they were not all together in one place, then they would miss out on receiving the Holy Spirit when the Holy Spirit came upon them because they were all together in one place. Uh, so Pentecost is when the Holy Spirit was given unto them. And so we have the spring, our holy days past, and that's when you plant Now we have the harvest, and he's coming back. He's going to send his angels, all right, to harvest us. And this is the time of the harvest. And so when we look at the Feast of Trumpets, there are many places that tell us that he's coming at the sound of the last trumpet. We will meet the Lord in the air. Or at the sound of the trumpet, you know, we will meet the Lord in the air. Uh, and, and when you read the book of Revelation, the seven, blowing of the seven trumpets, and you see the things that go on after blowing of the seventh trumpet, we will meet the Lord in the air. So it's all of these things pointing you to and telling you about what's going to happen in the future. The Bible tells us that, no, we don't know the day or the hour, but it tells us that we do know the season. And so if you're not getting together on the day of trumpet, then you may be missing out. Just like the five uh, wise, the ten virgins, there were five foolish and there were five wise. And so here it is, the five foolish virgins, they probably got together on trumpet every <laughs> once a year. And they got tired of it, so they didn't bring the extra lamp because the Lord didn't return. But with the five wise one. They remember to bring their oil with them, the extra oil with them. So when the bridegroom, they weren't out there 365 days a year, expecting the bridegroom to come. They knew when he was coming. They knew the season that he was coming in. So that's why they were watching, and the Bible tells us to watch. And that's what we should be doing on the Feast of Trumpet. So if he did those things on the day that they were observed in the past, then why would he not continue that pattern? And he's not going to do anything until his people know 
what he's going to do. And so we need to be mindful. We need to learn about the purpose. There was a purpose for each of those holy days, and we need to know the purpose for uh, a Feast of Trumpet. We need to know the purpose for observing atonement. We need to know the purpose for the tabernacle and the last great day. And all of this information is there in the Bible, but we really don't ever really take the time out to study them to get a better understanding of what these holy days are and what they mean to us and what those that's passed, what they have already uh, done for us in terms of God's salvation plan. So if you want to know God's salvation plan, his plan is written out in those holy days. And we need to get together on those holy days so as it will be more or less a dress rehearsal, knowing and expecting that the Lord will be coming back on the Feast of Trumpets. So let's get in the habit of getting together on the Feast of Trumpets that we might be able to watch and knowing when the bridegroom is coming back. Amen, amen. And like he was saying, that here's the deal. It ain't going to mean nothing, believers, if you're not converted. I mean, you can do something and do go through the ritual. Absolutely. And if you haven't made Jesus Lord of your life, guess what? It would be all in vain. So I'm not, I'm not saying what I am saying. You first have to repent. That's first and foremost. See, a lot of people are telling people about just they attending church building. Uh, and even I remember, but I was convicted in my heart. But I remember the preacher saying, give me your hand and guard your heart. <laughs> and you join the church. But it ain't. it's a little bit deeper than that. It's about you truly repenting of your sin. Because the stuff we're doing now and the things I'm seeing, people are not repenting. That's why you, you can't tell a young lady that she needs to dress different because the mother haven't repented. Yes, she's in the church. The mother is going to fellowship, but she haven't repented. So therefore, since she haven't repented, she can't tell the young lady, don't wear this or don't do that. And that's this is what we are trying to tell you. If you go, number one, the first and foremost thing, repent. Repent of your sins. And I'm talking about, and repent don't mean keep doing it. It means turn away from it. And then after you repent, begin to walk according to the word of God, not according to tradition, because it's not doing you any good to repent and follow the world. You've got to come out of the world, be ye separate, and show a difference between holy and unholy. Then God will begin to bless you. Now, listen, the service is held again at 7 o'clock. Uh, Sunday evening. Amen. We are asking you to just come and check it out. Uh, a, a lot of you that say you saved, say you got, uh, and you want to grow a higher heights and a deeper depth, go there and say, look, I, I really need to know this thing. This is not just for anybody. See, if you're religious, it don't mean nothing to you anyway. So it, it doesn't matter. You need to repent if you're just religious. But I'm saying those of you that are saved have repented of your sin, have brought forth, 
a new life, and now you want to grow. That just like I tell the, the kids, young kids, if they want the driver's license, you have to what? Study the book, mm-hmm. the driver's book, and do what the driver's book saying. So, not only that, he has service at eleven thirty, and you call it. Uh, I think you need to uh, right quick. We got a couple minutes. Mm-hmm. Uh, what What you mean by no church as usual? All right. Well, uh, church as usual. In other words. Uh, I don't get out there or any of the other teachers get out there and preach to you. Okay. Right. Well, first of all, uh, we don't know or have we been worshiping the Lord. Uh, and what I mean by that, and I, I give this test to you, to search the scriptures yourself and look up the word worship in the Bible and see the position of the people when they worship, okay. all right? It's a prostate position. You don't see the word worship without somebody's bowing down. That's form of worship. Okay. Now, what we call worship is really praise. Okay. All right? So that's been, that's included as well. So we start off at 1130 with worship. And everybody who wants to worship on their own can do so. We have a petition. If you want to go behind the petition, uh, to, to pray on your own, uh, not being interfered by others, you could do so. And then after that, then we have praise. Then after the praise, then we have the study, all right? And so the study is not that I'm preaching or any of the other teachers preaching to you and you don't have a, a clear understanding of what we're teaching. We want engagement. We want people to know what okay. they are coming and hearing. So, and then afterwards, then we have fellowship. So we sit and then we eat and we talk with each other. And uh, as. All right, give them your number. My number is 404-202-7064. And the address again? All right, let me get that number again. 404-202-7064. And the address is 1515 Blaylock Street, uh, Hapeville, Georgia. Amen. Uh, all right. We we thank God for you, uh, Brother Brunswick, uh, coming and just sharing some opening, eye-opening things that we can take note of. And also, he have a booklet, amen, uh, that you can come and receive free of charge uh, that the God's uh, salvation plan uh, God's holy days and the mark of the beast. You can receive that free of charge by coming and asking for it or uh, calling. Uh, best to come by and therefore you'll see it yourself, okay? Mm-hmm. But we thank God for this. We thank God for you coming a part of the, the Believers broadcast today. And we pray that people was blessed. I don't know. That. Now, y'all can't call me next week and ask me what he said. I'm going to give you his number. But we thank the Lord for you, you, and especially you. Uh, we're going to pray, and uh, I'm going to give my telephone number and address. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you and all that was said and done, that we may go forth, Lord, and that we may be blessed. In Jesus the Christ's name we pray. 
Amen and amen. Listen, I would love to hear from some of you. Visit our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Or you can reach me by dialing 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. Love to hear from you. Love for some of you that you have questions and you want to know. If you don't want to write, send us an email. Go on the website. Check it out. And hear some of the broadcasts. Amen. Again, thank you, Dr. Brunswick. Yeah. Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problems you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you. Who are you texting? My therapist. You text with your therapist? Text, video chat, call? Yep. That sounds too easy. How did you find her? I just went to betterhelp.com slash save. She's a licensed therapist and it's all online. I connect when it's convenient for me and don't waste time driving anywhere. Plus, it's affordable. I wonder if I should try it. It's great to talk to someone in confidence. She's helped me sort out quite a few things. And right now you save 10% off the first month when you go through betterhelp.com slash save. Betterhelp.com slash save. Got it. Where you live shouldn't limit your access to quality internet. That's not fair. U.S. Cellular introduces fast and fair high-speed internet. With reliable home internet from U.S. Cellular, now there's no limit to how you stream, game, and work. So instead of this, you get this. Upgrade to fast and fair high-speed internet from U.S. Cellular. Upgrade to fair 